All right, listeners, for this week's bonus content. Bonus! We are going to be playing off a little bit what we were talking about earlier this week, which is the fact that millennials are not seeing or, or using primary care physicians as often as, as I feel they should. But nevertheless, they are just not seeing their primary care physician or even having one in many cases. So I thought it would be fun, Mike. And you don't, you don't, you haven't heard any of this yet. Let's we'll see th- what your version of fun is. Yeah, well, I think it's fun. <laughs> We're gonna play a little game called Saving or Killing. Oh no! I know it sounds ser- more serious than we, it is. We have a lot of power here. We do, but really, just it's more like a guessing game. So less, less. I don't power. know what to do with power. I know that's okay. Saving or killing along the lines of the millennial theme that we talked about earlier this week. I'm going to give you an industry or a thing, Mike, and I want you to guess. Do you think that millennials are saving this industry or killing this industry? Okay. And then I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's happening and we can sort of joke or talk about why and how ridiculous that is. Okay. (laughs) Sound good? Can I, can I, can I throw out just uh, one guess as to one of the things you're going to say? Oh, sure. Millennials are killing libraries. That is wait, hold on. I'm I'm looking. No. (laughs) Pew Research Center found that millennials are the group most likely to have visited a library in the last year. How about that? Go Go millennials. millennials. Good job. And I, I, I will speaking for myself, I take my daughter to the library, you know, once a week. So maybe it's just because our kids go to the library. I don't know. Yeah. My wife swims in books, so Okay. So so we're doing okay. All right. Are you ready to play Saving or Killing? Do it. All right. So for our first industry that I'm going to offer to you, it's the industry of golf, Mike. Okay. That and then I just choose? Golf. The sport of golf. Are millennials saving golf or killing golf? Ooh, that's tough to say. I'm going to say they're saving it. And why would you say that, Mike? Uh, because I have... Um... Through my 20s, I have so many friends that are just obsessed, spend all their money on golf. Okay. So I started you out with a trick question. Millennials are, are uh, killing golf, traditional golf. So the traditional, like, bring your clubs uh, to an 18-year-old, 18-hole course where you have to walk around for four hours. We're totally, yeah. we're totally killing that. Millennials are not picking up the game, and um, boomers, our parents, are aging out of golf. So the game is in decline. However, millennials are creating a new form of golf. I don't know if you're familiar with Top Golf. The the frisbee one? Uh, no, that's disc golf. <laughs> oh, no, okay, no, no, we have a but Top that's Golf good here. Too. I don't know what it is. So Top Golf is kind of like a bowling alley experience for golf, where you go and you can get great snacks and food, and there are TVs everywhere, and you are hitting balls to specifically hit targets and you can play games much like you would play games at like a bowling alley. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. So you distance and you do specific targets like darts and, you know, different clubs and all that kind of stuff. And it's bringing people that have never played golf before to play golf. So top golf is doing great. Well, you know what? It, ma- it makes sense. Uh, my input here is this makes sense to me because golfing as a hobby, like full 18 hole golfing is so expensive. Uh, yes, way more than Top Golf. That's accurate. Right, yeah. and Top Golf is like a thing you do sometimes for fun, and but taking golfing seriously, and to get good enough for it to even be fun, like there's a level where you have to be good enough to even justify paying for 18 holes. Yeah, that's and fair. And if you're at that point, 
You're talking 40 bucks around plus your cart fee plus the clubs. It's insane. All right. So I promise not to trick you too much with these, Mike. Okay, uh, good. But I will try to have some fun with them. All right. So for the next industry that you will have to determine, is it being killed or saved? Mm. Beer. See, that's so tough because millennials are all like, oh, I'm going to make my own brewing factory. And then they all go out of business. And um, oh, this is a tough one. I'm going to say they're killing it. Millennials simply aren't drinking as much beer as generations past, Mike. We are killing the beer industry. Oh, due to consumption. Yes. So consumption okay. for, of beer is dropped from uh, by nearly 10% from 2008 to 2017. Brands that are being hit the hardest include popular American brands like Coors Light and, Buzz Light and Bud Light. So but this is interesting because it's also similar to golf in some ways that there are other industries that are propping up. So like, uh, you know, niche beverages. Um, yeah. You know, that I'm sure you've maybe seen at family parties I have, which is like sparkling seltzer flavored and also 5% alcohol, you know, that stuff Yeah, for sure. you see at parties now, right? Yeah. So it's, it's interesting that we are, people are tired of just drinking beer. I guess maybe it's tired. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe, uh, maybe we just brew our own, <laughs> but yeah, so apparently yeah, we're, we're that's killing, you, but like, then there's also, I mean, and this just could be because I'm 35, but like, you know, when I was in my twenties, uh, for several reasons, you know, I drank a lot of beer, but, but now I mean, hardly ever do I drink beer. Mm, sure. Um, and, and I would say that's true of a lot of people that I know that it's the the frequency goes down, especially when you get older. But and and from what I know about younger millennials, because I have a nephew uh, and my younger sister in, are in that area, it's just not something they like to do. Right. They have other things to do. Yep. So cool. Yeah. So there, so there we go, millennials. I think it's probably a good thing that we're not drinking as much beer, but, you know, take that for what you will. Excuse me, for our next industry, Mike. Are millennials killing or saving holidays? Oh, gosh, they're saving the crap out of them. Why would you think that? Because they go crazy on holidays. Holidays are the biggest thing in the world. Think about holidays right now. What do you feel? How do you feel about Christmas? I bet you love it. Oh, uh, Christmas is my favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so not only Christmas, so you're right. We are saving holidays. Um, we are saving Halloween. How, oh, yeah. We oh, are saving, <laughs> we're saving Valentine's Day. Spending basically for all these typical spending holidays are up way high for and, and are being dominated by millennials. So... Go us and, and propping up all yeah. these fake day industries. But you know what? They're fun. Oh, they are fun. Of course. They're fun. Of course. I mean, what else are we here doing? You know what I mean? On, on this earth. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Instead of just figuring out random days to celebrate. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yes. Good job, millennials. Saving holidays. All right. So this is a random one. But do you think that millennials are saving or killing RVs? Recreational RVs? recreational vehicles. I don't think that they would have anything to do with the killing of them. But I don't think they're saving them. Unless you're talking about like those mini house things. Uh, no, we're not talking uh, about tiny houses. No. Uh, I'm going to say that it's going to be technically they're killing them. But I really don't think you can put this on millennials. So it's actually we're saving them. Oh. 
millennials and and in some ways it might be just a statement of how expensive houses have become but we are saving the uh recreational vehicle market and basically you know research on this isn't entirely clear but you know mike think about the cost of a down payment on a house it's expensive very expensive you know it wasn't that expensive for our parents let's just point that out right so part of this is affordability and, oh, we could live in an RV and travel around. Great. Cool. We're cool millennials. But I actually part of talked it, to Brie about doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It feels like a fantasy thing, but it's also apparently something that we're doing. And But the other thing that we've, and the sort of adjacent market that we've saved, which is just that millennials love to travel. I get that. So basically, millennials have a desire to be unique and have cool experiences and want to find places to Instagram and all that kind of stuff. And a certain amount of that is probably true. Um, my wife and I certainly love to travel. We've never gotten an RV to do that, but it, it is something that feels attractive, if that's weird. We like to travel. Does this happen to you guys? We we love to travel and we love the idea of traveling. And then we go somewhere and two days later, we're like, oh, my God, I want to go home. Oh, no, we much more frequently have the experience of. So when are we moving here? <laughs> OK, <laughs> we like when we get there and we're like. How long until we get to leave? No, no. It's like, so is this going to be where we have a retirement house? Oh, God. Uh, no, we're, we're very much, when we travel somewhere, we are more inclined to just want to stay there forever. So, all right. So back to industries that we're killing or saving. Who knows? That's what you're going to guess. All right. Because the next thing, Mike, is Hooters. Oh, we're killing the crap out of Hooters. Why do you think that would be, Mike? Because there's Twin Peaks. It's so much better. What is Twin Peaks? <laughs> it's like Hooters, but better. <laughs> oh, so you're suggesting that there's a newer, better version. Oh, my gosh. That's um, not my real answer, but we're killing Hooters because it's dumb. Right. Okay, that's better. Um, so, yes, we are killing Hooters. And unfortunately, not just Hooters, but um, several, let's just say, brand restaurants. So that includes things like Buffalo Wild Wings, Ruby Tuesdays, Fridays, Applebee's, have all faced sales slumps and restaurant closers as casual dining chains have struggled to attract customers and increase sales. So, you know, if we try to figure out why that would be, you know, the articles that you read basically just like, well, millennials just like to stay home and have their parents cook for them. Um, but actually, no. I don't think that that's necessarily the case. There's all sorts of things that are happening yeah. for that to be the reason. One, uh, there are becoming tons of awesome standalone options yep. around to go to, and they're fun to go to, and people have learned how to create atmospheres. Uh, and so you don't go and get the fajita roll-up from Applebee's every Friday night. But right. also, things like DoorDash. I'm a DoorDasher. Have now offered you delivery from basically anywhere, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And when you can order from anywhere, are you going to... Are you going to tap on Applebee's? No, I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a great point. And, and yeah, and I think honestly, so to speak to why my family doesn't do as much, we actually do Blue Apron. We have the food delivered to us you know, once or twice a month and we cook from home and it's a lot of fun and it's definitely cheaper. All right. So we'll move on. Let's do, what do you think? One or two more of these? Yes, yeah, do two more. Let's do two more. Okay. All right, Mike, how about this one? Spas, the spa industry. Are we talking massages? So that might be included in a, in a med spa. Um, you know, it might include massages, might include Botox, might include um, 
you know, Manny Petty's, you know, a lot of things can fall under this uh, industry. We're saving the crap out of those. Why would you think that? Um, because Brie and I love to get massages and it's like one of the gifts we give to each other. And then my sister's always getting the petty and I don't know, I just always hear about people in a spa that are millennials. Yeah. So you'd be right. We are saving the spa industry to the degree that we could be saving anything. You know, it seems to be a lot of different explanations for that. We do seem to be a generation that's more into self-care. We do seem to be in a generation. We're my judged. sister. Yeah. My sister's down here and she, she, uh, she's 20. Yeah. And she wants to tell you that she hates spas and has oh. never been to one. Okay. Well, she's not a part of the millennial generation that's saving spas. Uh, you're not a millennial. It doesn't count. <laughs> Is she a millennial? Are you a millennial? 20. 20. Um, cusp. She says cusp. On the cusp. It would be Gen, Gen Z. Gen Z. All right. You don't count then. Okay. So, Sorry. But yeah, you know, we, we take a lot of selfies, Mike, so we want to look good. You know, we get Botox and we get massages because we want to look and feel good. I mean, I always look good, so I don't need all the other stuff. Sure. But... Well, I've, so I've uh, recently um, started getting pedicures with my wife from time to time. It is very mm. enjoyable. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that it wouldn't be, and I would absolutely do that. Yeah. So, so go out and get a... a um, a pedicure if you haven't got one before. I need, I need the bottom of my feet need attention. Sure. They need to take that like scraper thing. Mm-hmm. They just need to, they just need to go at it. Okay. An hour. <laughs> Mike needs his feet, feet scraped. Got That's it. Right. Okay. All right. So we're going to do one yeah. more. Like Parmesan cheese when they're done. <laughs> All right. We're going to do one more, Mike, and I'll give you another weird one. Um, the industry is... The cereal industry. Oh, saving the crap out of it. Just saving it all day long. Why would you think that? Because I have five boxes of cereal sitting upstairs <laughs> right now. It's just cereal all day, cereal all night, cereal. So, Mike, I would agree with you. I'm also a huge fan of cereal, but apparently millennials are killing the cereal industry. Well, that's going to make me angry. It's struggling. <laughs> Well, you know what though? That's because now all the off brands are are getting better and making. What? No, more... no, just cereal in general. Oh no! Cereal period. What's going to happen? Sales have tumbled almost thirty percent over the past fifteen years. What are we going to do without cereal? So I don't know, Mike. I just I mean, I, I literally toaster won't... pastries. Uh, I can't do a toaster pastry. That's yeah. I don't know. So basically, uh, here's some of the possible explanations. Many people are eating breakfast away from home. That's not true. Choosing, choosing things like breakfast sandwiches and yogurt instead of more traditional morning staples. And this is actually true when I talk to uh, kids today is that kids don't eat breakfast at all. Where are people getting their fiber? That's a great question. <laughs> Do you eat a heavy fiber cereal? You got to get <laughs> fiber one and you got to slam it oh, in there. Well, that's not a good cereal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I like all the horrible ones. Well, so Mike, I, so this is one I actually am sad about as well. Um, there was a period where, so in Philadelphia, I'm sure it doesn't exist anymore, but uh, there was a restaurant called Cereality. Okay. And it was a cereal restaurant. I would have liked that. And every time, every time I went to Philadelphia, I made a point of trying to visit Cereality because 
it was just a magical place for me because I love cereal. <laughs> did, did they have it like on the, the walls, like a bulk bin? Yeah, of course. They had everything. <laughs> this place had everything. Every cereal this you could a... imagine. The, the, could you mix them? The, you could mix them and you could put toppings on, any topping you could imagine. The employees were oh, dressed wow. in their pajamas. They had different kind of milks. <laughs> it was great. It was like what I imagined heaven must be. You're like, you're like... I'm a vi- I'm a, a full vitamin D milk guy. Yeah, whole milk. that's right. Whole milk. That's right. Yeah. You know and it. And some people are like, get it that way for me. I need the skin. Oh, that's water. That's water milk. to me. It's disgusting. So, you know what? <laughs> Apparently, we still buy 10 billion annually. So I'm, I'm hoping that the cereal industry will hold on at least until I'm an old man. Okay. As long as we're still alive. Come on, millennials. Pull it together. Save the cereal industry. So, save, save save the cereal. cereal. I mean, that's what this bonus is going to be called. Save the cereal. All right. So with that, uh, I think that's All enough right. industries for us to save and kill for one day. Mike, it's been a pleasure yep. as always. Uh, let's Absolutely. let's end the the pain that this must be causing our listeners. Thank you for listening. We will. Thank you for listening. And before we go, thank you to Kevin McLeod for all the music we use on the show. If you want royalty-free music, find Kevin McLeod at incuptech.com. <laughs>